Teaching Brute. Today we're going to talk about something that neither of us is stellar at, but I know that Andrew's been working on it and he, so he's probably better at it than I am. It takes practice. It takes a lot of practice and takes it's a lot of practice, a lot of, you know, re repetition. It takes a lot of um, really, really a lot of effort, especially in our career. And I know we might be alluding to something that's really technical right now, but what we're actually talking about is Work-life balance. So as teachers, we have uh, this bad slash good habit of working ourselves to the bone, i.e. we will pull 12, 15-hour workdays without thinking twice simply because we are doing it for the betterment of our children. And for the it's better good for the kids. And don't get me wrong, that is true. We do, in fact, do a job that is the betterment of society and, and does hopefully advance our world and we need to educate the future that's not wrong that's not wrong but we need to make sure that we have lives too now what we're going to say by the way just it's to clarify, not a magic pill sorry no and also to clarify neither of us have children so that part is not something we have personal direct contact with however we have worked with enough colleagues in our past to have a pretty good idea of what it's like. In fact, I would even argue that my colleagues who have children have a better work-life balance than I do. Maybe that's the magic pill. I would argue that there's a semi-truth to that statement in that their stress levels are probably higher than ours, but in different ways. Yes, true. So, work-life balance. All right, first off, recognize that if you work too much, you will burn yourself out. It is possible not just to burn the candle at both ends, but also to burn it in the middle as well. Yeah. It, it is not abnormal for teachers to, you know, start their work in the dark and finish their work in the dark. And we're not talking about places like Canada where in the wintertime you leave in the dark and go home in the dark. Yeah, that's, you know, where I'm from originally, we would get sunrise at 6.37 p.m. a.m. and set at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. which would be normal then. No, we're talking about like starting your starting to do stuff at like being at work at like six thirty, mm -hmm. and being till about six or six thirty or seven o'clock. Yeah, if you're working more than say ten hours a day, definitely not got any like work life balance. No, um, and if you're a teacher from America, your salary probably does not cover that anyway. That's true. And I'm probably saying there's also a certain degree of that in the UK as well. Um, I know studies have shown that Canadian teachers actually do get paid a fair chunk more. Um, so we're not necessarily lumping, lumping, lumping that into the same category. Anyways, that's total aside. So, what do you do about work-life balance? And by the way, we're not just talking about drinking either, which is, which is oftentimes the default work-life balance of, well, I got some free time, I'm gonna drink my ass off. Yeah, uh, well, no, it's, it's not one of those work hard, party hard kind of things. No, leave that to the bankers. Um, what we're talking about here is making sure that you do certain things in your life and you make certain things consistent that will give you time to truly unwind and de-stress. Now, one of the things that myself 
and two of us are both very familiar with, is the idea of exercising. Yep. Uh, the two of us have both been active gym goers or yoga enthusiasts um, for years. And that ends up being a very intricate part of your work-life balance simply because you don't really have your hands usable to write stuff down. No. But so, I have found that after a good sweaty session, I've got so many more ideas for good lessons. Oh, yeah. Because it clears out your head. It gives you time to... I use it as... It's almost a meditative experience for me where my brain switches off. Mm -hmm. Put your headphones in, and you get to work. And not by work, I mean schoolwork. You get Physical to work. work. Physical exercise work. And you do your routine, and for me, it's extreme. For me, it's an hour and a half, two hours, sometimes per day. For the, for the average human being, it would probably be 40 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I don't have children, and thus, I have more time um, to spend on that sort of thing. But what ends up happening is... Because you almost, you're almost sweating the day's stress away when you're doing it. You're kind of getting rid of it. You're kind of washing that off over the course of your workout, which feels really, really good. Mm. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, you might have scared a few people off that whole two-hour thing. No, that's just me being crazy. Admittedly, I've been working out for like 20 years. So that does, yeah, it's part of my life. Anyways, um, so go for a run. Go to yoga class. Go to a spin class. Go to the gym and hit the weights. Hit the treadmill if you're so inclined. It doesn't even need to be something really hardcore. No, not at all. Like it's it's something where if you are a person who doesn't like working out, or if you're a person who has been injured and is slowly coming back from something, it's not like you need to go in and do a full 45 minutes. Even it doesn't mean that you need to go in and really stress your body. But it is a different environment. And, you know, changing your clothes, going in, you know, doing a short ride on a bike at a very moderate pace, going for a walk on the treadmill or lifting some light weights, doing some stretching can be enough to rejuvenate you. True. Especially and if it's wintertime and then there's a nice hot sun at the end. True. And we can talk about workout routines admittedly for the, the day is long. But we'll save that one for maybe not another lesson. Maybe that's something different altogether. Um, completely different podcast on that. Other yeah. people do that. Yeah. Um, can't recommend anything to you because personally I don't podcast that sort of thing. But there's lots of different places to go find great workout routines and how to ease into it or max out if you're already doing it. Anyways, regardless, go to the gym. Go do some sort of physical exercise. Get yourself active. It'll be a great immune system, immune system booster. Um, and kind of wash away the stress. Second uh, thing I can suggest is... Um, as much as possible, get some me time. Wait, what? Me time. What is that? Me time is getting time for yourself. In other words, with other people. No, just getting no, time for by, yourself alone. By by myself. Yeah, I'm by yourself. It's a thing. Um, oh. Time by yourself is a good thing. Time by yourself gives you a chance to zone out. Throw, read a good book. Binge watch a series that your partner might hate so that you can watch it alone. Uh, <laughs> I honestly do that because my partner does not like all the series I, I like. Um, she's not a fan of the comic book series as I like. Anyways, um, but like find some time for yourself to do something that would not 
be thinking about school and schoolwork. Adult coloring books, crossword puzzles. If you're a gamer, play a video game. Don't get too absorbed. Same thing with binge watching a show. But you know, take some time for yourself and it's a time that you would not otherwise be thinking about work. Yeah. And that's the point of me time. Um, second other thing I can recommend, be social. Be social. Which is the opposite of me time. It is. But be social, and then we're not saying go drink. Doesn't hurt. But not saying go drink. What we're saying is... Can we tell that we live in a really big party city right now? Yeah, it's true. However, go be social in a way that you are so inclined. Not everyone's a drinker, which nope. is cool. Um, go Could do- be hiking group. Could be a board game group. Could be a art gallery group. Sure, could go, could, could go to an art gallery. Could go to a local fair or festival. Could do an escape room with friends. Good. If you like shopping, which a lot of people do, go shopping with friends. There's got to be a mall somewhere. Yeah. Uh, go to a cafe and have a conversation. Um, find Get attached to a public social group. Um, there's a lot of those out there. They're interest-based groups. Just go, yeah. go seek out those various opportunities that are around you. Invite people over for a dinner party. Yeah. There's a million things you can do there to kind of get your life moving. Yeah. And get your life distracted. Um, another thing you can do, hobby. Uh, have a hobby. Or if you don't have one, get one. Try new hobbies, try new things. Um, I, for example, am now growing a garden in my apartment. Um, it's a little hobby of mine, albeit that, that, being, that being said, I don't need to do a whole lot about it. You know, you fill plants, but I'm growing a garden in my apartment. Sure, that's another- Does it take time? Yeah. I don't, I'm growing basil right now. That tends to be the strongest one. But I'm also growing a whole bunch of other things. Um, it does take a fair bit of time, uh, but admittedly, if you do the right thing, like a click and grow, you don't really need to put that much of an investment into it. It's kind of cool. Um, so do stuff like that where you can kind of, it provides life to your life. Mm. And like, new hobbies don't need to be expensive ones. Like, you know, you don't need to take up scuba diving. Or form your own electric rock band. Yes. Which, you know, that could be expensive. Or admittedly, triathlons, which are also super, super super expensive to start into. It can be something simple like, you know, building puzzles. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But a hobby tends to focus your mind, but it also tends to relax you. Yes. And that's key. It should relax you. It should. Um, other thing you can do is separate your work and your home. Yes, that was a lesson that I learned early on, and it has served me so well, except during report card time. Yes, which there's always exceptions to that rule. No, I mean, like, it, it doesn't actually, the rule, I, the rule is so well ingrained in me now is that when I do need to work at home, it takes me three times as long to do anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm kind of similar. Um, so it is something where I, I do have to do work on the weekend, and I do not do it at home. I take it out to a cafe. I spend a couple hours in the cafe, having my cup of tea, doing what needs to be done, and then it's sorted. And so home truly is a relaxing space. Yes. It's it's a space that is full of distractions, but it also means that if there are days when I have to work at home, I don't get much done. Home is home, work is work, and you don't blend the two. No. 
It can, and even take that a step further for devices. Oh yeah. I have my work laptop, which is provided by work. Yep. And none of my personal stuff goes on there. And then I have my personal laptop, which is for everything personal and none of my work stuff goes on there. Yep. And that's a really effective way of doing things. You literally separate things. And even take it another step further. We're like, if your workspace happens to have been or is is currently your bed, which a lot of people do do, mm. ever find yourself struggling to sleep? Yeah. Well, reason for that. It's well known that the areas you associate with certain things are mentally kind of Pavlov's dog situation. They're kind of associated with them. So if you are used to working in your bedroom, then your bed becomes an active place, a place for mental activity. Yeah. Well, years ago by my father, who's actually a psychologist, um, and he said, make sure that workspaces are defined. So if you are going to choose to work at home, which we disagree that you should, but if you are, have one space in your place that's meant for work. Yeah. And it, not the bedroom, not the bedroom, because the bedroom Never is Never the bedroom. No, the bedroom is meant for two things, sleep and but, you other know, stuff. Other things that are recreational that you may engage Getting in. Getting dressed in the morning. Yeah, it's not really the one I was thinking of, but yeah. This is yeah. a G-rated show. Is it? Did we define that already? Well, Anyways, I did say- According to iTunes. I did say ass earlier. Um, that's two swear words that gives us PG-13. Uh, anyways. Um, so there we go. So uh, yeah, kitchen table works. Uh, yeah, kitchen table works. Uh, you could often find rolling desks. If you like working at the couch, you can get like a desk that'll roll up to your couch, like almost like a lap desk. Hmm. One of those are good, especially if that lap desk is devoted to work. Then that lap desk mentally becomes associated with work, which yeah. is something that I, which is something that I try to do myself. Uh, and there's many different forms of them, uh, so easy to find. Um, and the last suggestion we can have for you is don't be afraid to have fun. And no, really important. Yeah. Find your fun and don't be afraid to embrace it. Even if you know you have deadlines coming up, even if you know that there's, but there's always a pile of work to do. But, and so. There are some weeks when it's not going to happen. Right. Like music teachers, that concert week. Okay. Yeah. You know, it just, it's, there's not going to be work-life balance, no. but then you have to make up for it the following week. Multi-subject teachers, report card season, and you've got parent conferences coming up, that sort of stuff. That tends to be an, immers an immersion, immersing time, and that does happen. But that's not all year. No. So it's okay. Realistically, you've probably only got, what, four or five weeks in a school year that you can use that excuse. Yeah. And in all this, the biggest kind of encouragement I can give you is give yourself permission. To say no. To say no. To say I'm going to have work-life balance. It took me years to do that. But now that I am, my life is better for it. And I, your kids are better for it too. Yes, I'm not nearly as grumpy in school. So find your work-life balance, relax, and kind of, you'll find your life getting better. All right, folks. That's, That's that. Go be balanced. Go be, live a balanced lifestyle. 
and let us know how it goes. Yes, absolutely. Please do. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Oh, and if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please leave a review. And subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're on iTunes. Bye. Bye.